here we go. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Welcome back, friends. Hey, buddy. To another episode of Shattered Wisdom. Yeah, friend. And we have a new friend with us today. We do. Old friend, new to the show, old, though. Old friend, new to the show. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get that brown liquor up there. So, uh, <laughs> Don't yeah, make that yeah. fucking face, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, our friend Josh decided to come see us. Uh-huh. And uh, tell us about, uh, I don't know, fucking things that are going on in his life. Um, So I asked. I invited myself. You did. On the show. Which I, but, so. but <laughs> I, I, like, talking to you, I'm like, man, that'd be so cool to, like, put on the podcast. Before we get into that, Josh, you got to pick one of these questions. Yeah. Here, okay. let me fucking, let me do this proper. I think Josh might be the first guest, though, right? Jeremy was. Oh, Jeremy was, yeah. yeah. And now Josh. And now Josh. A lot of J's. So, uh, inmate... Police officer. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, oh, Gino, just swinging, swinging this shit around. Might as well. What you got there, brother? All right. My uh, question is, how long do you think you can go without... How long do you think you can go on without having electricity? Oh, I'm good for a while. Yeah, I mean, at least a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were out in fucking nowhere, Alaska. I mean, hunting trips, I mean, you just mm-hmm. go without a lot of stuff. If I'm at home... With the family? Hmm. Mm, eh. but, uh, <laughs> if power out, you yeah. gotta fucking go find something. To yeah. Do. If we're all camping, oh man, we're good. Got them solar panels. Yeah. Yeah. So last week I teased, last episode I teased a little bit about you coming on here mm-hmm. and telling us what zipping a motherfucker up is because that's a favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite thing okay. that you've ever told me. That I was like, that's a thing, and you're like, oh fuck yeah, that's a thing. Okay, so um. It is a thing, and I'll break it down for you. But just for the purposes of the show, I I didn't say zipping a motherfucker. Up. No, 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 no. I have to. I have to elaborate. Mainstream, and this comes back to. <laughs> hey, he said there's this thing that you should do if you're ever in a shootout, and I said, okay, what's that called? And he said uh, he gave it a different name, technical name, but it's zipping a motherfucker up. So yeah, it, it's called zipping zipping somebody up. Yeah, and it was taught to me, and it made sense. So this is all in a, a training environment. Um, so we, we do a lot of CQB and I'll, I'll get into my, um, background and all that stuff a little bit later, but CQB, we're moving through houses. We clear houses. That's what we uh, do all the time. And we're doing it with our M4s, um, Hmm. our AR platform. So you can't, um, you're moving in a stick, meaning you're moving with your team and you can't just move through a whole house with your rifle up. You're uh, most of the time you're at the low ready. If you're not number one, going through a threshold, a door into a room. Um, or at the same time, you don't want your barrel coming through a, a threshold for multiple seconds before you enter right. the room so you can get a snapshot of what's going on. So you're trying to stay as sucked up as possible, be one with your weapon. You pop that threshold, you turn a corner and someone stand there and you're essentially just letting off rounds as you're coming up yeah. on target. So you're zipping somebody so up. So you're zipping somebody up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it right, you're going to you're going to you're going to hit them in a straight line starting from their pelvis all the way up. Yeah, yeah we from, call it, from your dick to your forehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Notch notched crotch. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, so that's what it was explaining to me. It's like, "All right, dude, you pop that corn, you see that dude zip him up." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so we use uh they're called sim rounds, right? And they're um we shoot each other with them in training. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, that guy was standing on the other. He was standing in the corner, and um, I just it just went exactly like the, he told me to do. And he had, at least paint marks on you, and he had a perfect little paint line from uh, from the crotch all the way up to his <laughs> neck. Dude. Now, yeah. when you're shooting a machine gun, especially, isn't it your your tendency that the barrel rises? Right? Is your pull yeah. the trigger? It comes up naturally anyway. Yeah, you don't want to be a turret. Right. Well, and you guys aren't using fucking big fucking eighteen inch barrel. No, fucking no. no. You're, you're no. using using shit that cops can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I start off with a fourteen and a half inch, and then um, we progress down to a, a ten and a half inch, which is even better for the CQB. Yeah. Oh, it, dude, yeah. yeah. Slain, dude, that's fucking. It's, yeah. it's here. It's your yeah. body length. I mean, yeah. it's fucking super maneuverable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's zipping somebody. That's up. zipping a motherfucker. Up. I'll say it so you don't have to, man. I got you. I got you. We don't want to get you in trouble with if uh, if this thing does take off and we're on Rogan and he's like, hey, that friend of yours who, who zips motherfuckers up. I'm like, ah, hey, uh, he was an alter ego of mine. I I dubbed in my voice yeah. and uh, we we made up. Josh. You're, you're Tyler. You're, you're Tyler Durden. You're Tyler Durden. Yes. So all right. So obviously you did some special team stuff. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, how far into that can you can you kind of can you tell us like you know you're fucking busting weed farms and crackheads and so um, I was assigned to my department SWAT team so and that's a, a full time gig if you work in a big department um, they offer that a lot of bigger departments will offer that as a full time spot so that's what I did okay there's a lot of other smaller agencies like smaller PDs that you will be your your primary duty is patrol but you're part-time on the SWAT team, meaning you're only responding to SWAT call-outs and stuff like that. So I was assigned to our division, which is a SWAT team. We are also cross one with the U.S. Marshals, so we were also a fugitive team. Oh, shit. Dang. So that's all we did. I reported to our headquarters every day, and um, that's that's all we did. So the Marshals would call, like, hey, we got this shithead here, cornered, whatever. We need help because he's a threat? It's basically we were um, doing a lot of... Uh, we were getting funding from the marshal's uh, office, but mm. we were doing a lot of their f- uh, fugitive work for them. Okay. So, like, let's just, I'll give you an example, um, and this is what we did all the time. If we have a homicide in our county, our homicide team comes out and does the investigation, they identify a suspect, they get enough evidence against this suspect to um, get, a, get an arrest warrant, we do the apprehension. Okay. So we do the surveillance and the takedowns and all that stuff. Now, so, was was that like a daily thing? You were going out and picking somebody up? Yeah, so we all had a caseload. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it ranged, a lot of it was homicide, but a lot of it was other violent felonies that kind of ex- as exceed the scope of um, the patrol stations. And we just we just have the equipment and the um, we train weekly. Um, to be able to go out and execute those things. Yeah, we tried to get Josh to go to yeah, the shooting, shooting range with yeah. us, and he was like, nah, dude. He said, that sounds boring. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> well, then he sent me a video of, like, a helicopter flying in, and you're on a firing line, and he's like, this is what I do, and I would much rather do that than go paper tink, paper yeah. tink, where we fucking go one person at a time. No, there was a fucking, there was a yeah. team out there just fucking, just fucking getting it, and so, I was like, oh, man. So I'll, 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 I'll set the scene on that. There's a reason for everything, right? Nothing's just for a show. There's right. a reason, right? So you're on a firing line. There's probably 35 to 40 guys on the line. It's nighttime, so we're low-light shooting. And they'll drop the bird right behind you, so that does two things. It's it's blowing you off your platform, mm-hmm. and you can't hear anything. So right. you really have to. Re- and everyone's shooting around you, 
So you have to understand what it feels like to go dry. In your right. Yeah, because you, you, you're not counting your yeah. bullets at that no. point. You're, there's no, no fucking way. There's no. too much going on. So you need to be able to make that an aud- uh, auditory thing. Not an auditory, but like j- you just understand the muscle memory, building all that stuff in where... Right, hey, when that motherfucker goes click. Yeah. Fucking, it's time to reload. Yeah, time to yeah. go. Yeah, there's no more bullets coming out. I don't know if I'm pulling the trigger or not. I don't know what's going on. Right. Reload. Boom. Wow. So, um, yeah. They do a lot of that stuff, but it's always for a reason. It makes for cool videos, but um, <laughs> you're off the line and you're like, oh, God, this sucks so bad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm over here like, oh, my God, look how fucking cool this is. <laughs> well, what's funny is we all think we can do that, right? Oh, I shot an AR. We all that neighbors yeah. got ARs. So I'm like, I could do that shit. I would probably fucking piss myself. When the bullets start flying back at you, uh-huh. I, I, think, I think you find out real fast, like, I'm not about this, or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm an amateur. Or, like, I love this. This is what I'm here for. So, um, they they basically break you down and try and rid you of any bad habit that you came into that division with and mm. build you up from the start, and it's just repetition, repetition, repetition. So, I can speak um, from experience and seeing my partners, when the bullets really do start flying, it is straight muscle memory. Yeah. 100%. Just takes over. Just fucking and, all the training. Um, I've never been such a believer in training until having experienced it in real life. Because really? you can kill paper all day long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. paper's not paper's not <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah. But um, when it when it really does happen, it's it's impressive, not from my, like, for me, but looking around and seeing my partners all react yeah. the same way. The same way, yeah, because train just like, like a fight. Just like on the line. Yeah, fight like a train. Just yeah. fucking... It's it's repetition, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. what it is. I mean, it's it's you're gonna be in this situation probably fucking often. You guys yeah. are probably probably in that situation more than you're not. But um, and I'm pretty sure that you know when you roll up to a scene that there's gonna be a, a, a we'll call them a person. Mm-hmm. You call them people. I call them shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably gonna be a, a a shithead person there. You know pretty quickly if this dude's fucking gonna be a problem, or if he's gonna come out like hey. If you're dealing with a, a five-time loser who's like, I'm, I'm not going back, yeah. like, that guy's not coming out. Well, yeah, but how often do they come out compliant? It actually happens a lot. Really? Alex, well, um, there's a, a... Bro, you show up with fucking ten dudes to see, my house? Okay, so he's on the side. He's not... So when we do our takedowns, um, we do a lot of vehicle takedowns. Okay. Okay. Um, if we can get you into a vehicle and continue in your vehicle... That's what we tend to do. Now, there's different schools of thought to that. Some people mm-hmm. are like, nah. Some agencies are like, no, no, no. We want you contained into a house. Right. Well, you have a lot more freedom to move you in a house where yeah. you can't see you. Yeah, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of unknown fucking factors inside a house. So, honestly, more often than not, we get a favorable outcome where nobody gets hurt. And I'll we talk to them afterwards because these guys are, a lot of them are going to prison for the rest of their life. Right. And you'll ask them, like, hey, man. And they'll be armed. Hey, why didn't you, why didn't you shoot it out with this? That's a fair question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you obviously guys, have you, a gun. You guys, <laughs> a lot of it's, you guys scared the shit out of me. And before I, I looked up and there was five rifles pointed at me and I didn't stand a chance. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. No, so you're there getting is, smoked. There is something to that, yeah. right? Oh, and, no, um, for sure. Overwhelming force and the element of surprise, it works. It doesn't always end up working out favorably, but yeah. for the most part. Well, that's good. That's why you see a lot of times though, a cop will pull somebody over and then they immediately call for backup or letting somebody know where they're at. Yeah. Yeah, we've unfortunately had uh over the last couple of years a lot of a lot of young cops have lost their lives to shitheads or, you know, people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Misunderstood. yeah. Yeah, just, you know, just law-abiding citizens who uh just were, you know, caught off guard. And and as shitty as that whole thing is, you guys 
take that and train from it, right? Like, yeah. let's reinforce why you don't do this. What like, so it's it's everything's a learning opportunity, I'm sure. But you know those guys when you go to that call, that guy's not giving up. That guy's that guy's fucking ready to go. So I'll tell I'll tell you the advantage that um, I had working in SWAT that the patrol officers don't have. Um, I 99% of the time will know exactly who I'm dealing with and what I'm stepping into. That's why they called us. Okay. Right? Uh, you don't have that advantage on patrol. Uh, right. The majority of the people that you're dealing with, a lot of them, you don't know. So, as, sh- as shitty as this to say, a lot of times if someone's got the drop on you, they've got the drop on you on patrol, you can't walk around and just point your gun to everybody. No. You can't. Yeah. No, that's frowned upon. That's not feasible. <laughs> right? it's not, that's not a good way to conduct business. Yeah. So, and um, a couple of guys that got shot just showing up to uh, routine calls, um, regular traffic stops, and it's really hard to be on, like, get ahead of the eight ball if somebody already has their mind made up right. what's going to go down. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the majority now of the stories you hear about police officer being killed it was an ambush mm-hmm. it was that's the first word ambush attack right. it was a this it was a that it was yeah. a and just like you said routine traffic stop a, a welfare check mm-hmm. or something yeah. yeah or i you know i see videos where um guys are like oh hey my wife's inside bleeding i need you to come in and just yeah. fucking pulls a gun on you like like you're there to help people that's your fucking job protect and serve is is what you're uh-huh. here to do and and everybody wants to try to paint this picture about like oh you didn't have to shoot timmy well, Timmy yeah. fucking had a gun. <laughs> yeah, Timmy shot at me first. Yeah, yeah t- you might not have seen it from from his video camera, but mine shows yeah. what really happened. So, and it's split second. I mean, these kids are fucking reaching and pulling, and, and yeah, you gotta act fast. Yeah, it's it's uh, weird. We I've taken numerous more more than I can count homicide suspects into custody without incident, no struggle, no really, nothing. yeah, and um. These dudes are either looking at life or serious time, just because it was it was handled right. Right. But then you get some people that, man, they're just they're gonna spend a night in jail. That's it. Yeah, and they and, and then they fucking, flip out. Yeah. Dude, and you're just like, oh, what's going on, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah, my registration's uh, out. Like, I gotta get yeah, in the shootout. No, shoot you don't out. understand. <laughs> I can't. I can't have my car towed. Yeah, man. No, I can't. Like, Whoa, can't afford it, bro. dude. Like, <laughs> What and do you what do you prefer? Do you prefer special teams or do you, do you prefer patrol? Oh man, oh, SWAT. That was the best time I've had in my career. Um, it's very demanding, but yeah, yeah you're always you always got to go. Always got to go, and you all you have to keep yourself in, in physically fit. I mean, you're a pretty fucking pretty big dude. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with you. Yeah, I wouldn't. <sighs> I wouldn't. Yeah, hey, you roll just, up to my just, fucking house with three of your friends like you. I'm fucking. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna shit on myself. All right, yeah. I'm fucking. I'm so I, didn't I, do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. I promise. We're, we're on. We're not on camera. Obviously, I'm not that big of a guy. Just put it out there. I'm yeah. five foot nine, probably two hundred pounds. So if you see me, you're like this. What? Like yeah. again? Nice. No, but I look at your hands. Oh yeah. You have like gnarly. Bear paws, but. bear paws, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I know people like you. I've fucked around with people <laughs> like you, and they get a hold of you, and then you're just like, I can't, yeah. I can't break this yeah. grip, and then you just slowly bend somebody into a pretzel yeah. and go, okay, are you done? You're like, are you done, stupid? Uh-huh. <laughs> I am. Life sir. lesson. Here you go, bud. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, free. He's kidding. He's six seven, about three twenty five. <laughs> A fucking giant of a man I, uh, over here. I didn't even have to duck coming yeah, through the door. Yeah. <laughs> it turned sideways, though. <laughs> also, um, but another aspect of having to stay in shape and stuff like that is we do, um, for people that uh, served in the military, we do a lot of open-air searches as well. Okay. Because of our, we don't just do single uh, barricades in homes where we surround the home. 
We have to go on manhunts. Shit. Um, did you hump. go? Did you yeah. go on the one up in Big Bear? The guy that killed the cop a couple like, oh, what was it, seven or eight years ago? Oh, Dorner. Yeah. Oh, I was just a baby deputy at that time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have a lot of cross though, right? Like your department will go help other departments that don't have teams. Yes. Okay. So when I was on the team, we are we were considered a tier one SWAT team. So that meaning we we were big on hostage rescue. Okay. We actually did a couple of those during really? my time there. Um, a lot of a lot of smaller agencies. Um, let me put it this way: you have to um, you have to train a certain amount of hours in a year mm-hmm. on certain specialties uh, to be technically qualified. Okay, and to um, stay stay tier one status, you yes. guys have to fucking okay. Hostage rescue, uh, aerial operations. Meaning we would get flown, fast rope in, stuff like that. Shit. Didn't always do it, but it happened here and there because of just the area that we work in. Some some places, you're either going to hike in 10 miles or the bird's right. going to drop you off. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, give me a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So there was a lot of different things that we um, we have to do to, just in case there's other agencies that don't have those capabilities and something really, really bad happens. Right. Um, there should be a team in the area that can handle it. Like at, at a notice, like, hey, we fucking, yeah. we need you here, get here. Like during the fucking riots and shit, all right? Like the BLM riots and shit. I mean, I'm sure it was crazy. Everybody was, everybody was on call for that. And I was lucky, man. We we were on standby, but we weren't on the front lines. No. We were just yeah, that was terrible. sitting in a Bearcat waiting in case something really, really yeah. bad happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go ahead, patrol. We'll they smoke yeah. these motherfuckers later. <laughs> right Let me know. I'll zip a motherfucker up. Yeah. So, honest, so the, honestly, why we were there? Uh, for chemical agent deployments if we needed it okay. and for officer rescue oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah so that right. was the main yeah. thing us that was the plan the main thing was uh like i said uh the chemical agents if we needed it and for off- officer rescue we have plans for all that stuff the cops came to my job site and talked to us about they were reading the verdict on a friday for george floyd yeah and so he, they identified our job site as an area where people could get weapons or yeah. something yeah. like that. And I had to walk with this deputy, and he was like, okay, I need you to secure all these boxes, all these tools. So we literally, we stopped working at like 11, mm-hmm. and everybody secured all their tools, anything that could be picked up and used. We, we spent the next two hours doing that, and then we sent everybody home early because yeah. we didn't want to be around if anything happened. Yeah. Yeah. We, I learned a lot about protests that year. Did you? Yeah. So, um, like the peaceful, on- peaceful protests. <laughs> so the actual like the majority of the people that were um, protesting doing the the BLM stuff, like if they if they were out during the day, they didn't cause any problems. Right. It was just a bunch of yelling it's and agitators stuff at like night. That. You get all these people coming in. They were just using that as a uh, reason to wreak havoc. Yeah, oh, so, a thousand percent. You know, like, yeah, they'll use the shield. They'll use the guy. They don't care the, about what like no. what's really going on, no. but it's just an opportunity. There's such a thing as a paid protester, paid yeah. agitator. Oh, I heard, that. I heard they were fucking really handing out stacks of cash yeah. for these guys to go fucking yeah. just start shit. The one thing that tripped me out, um, and it just it's just what people do. It was late at night one night, uh, and we were on standby, and uh, think they were talking about doing a chemical agent deployment it's probably like 10 o'clock and by then like nothing's good good's going on yeah i don't care where you yeah. are so I'm, I'm in the bearcat and i'm kind of scouting out the crowd and then i see like four little kids probably like six seven years old 
in yes. front. And these people put these kids out there on purpose because they know Cause they, you're, not gonna oh, gas you're either not going to gas us or if you do, we're going to get a lot of money. Right? Right. Fucking human shields. Right. Yeah. yeah no. Oh, and I'm just Lord. and I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I'm telling my sergeant, hey, sergeant, we got little kids up front right here. And he looks over. He's like, yep, we do. All right. Just like, really, dude, you're gonna put your kids. You're, out you're gonna, like you are a piece of shit. I should yeah. take you to jail right now for child endangerment. Right? You motherfuckers. Get the, get the water on, cannon. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, like, like they used to do on the, in the what's riots, just fucking yeah. water cannon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we get the fire department out here, please? But, just, I mean, but that's what wow. you're dealing with, right? Like, and what do you do? When they and that's that's a premeditated plan. They know, yeah, that uh-huh. you. I mean, they've done this so much. They know you will not gas them because the kids are there. And if you do, they're going to fucking sue the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lose-lose situation. You can't protect yeah. the, the buildings right. and the people that you're there to protect. Yeah. And you can't do what you are you are by right allowed to do. Yeah. It's just a lose-lose. I'm not against protesting. Yeah. No. You, you can scream at me all day long. 100%. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but there's a law. There's and a as line. Soon as, you, <laughs> right. as soon as you cross the law line, yeah. now you get to meet me. Like, yeah. and that's that's kind of where it is, right? If you want your kids to experience that, cool. Do it during the day. Right. Not at night where everything starts going south. Yeah. yeah well, because anywhere that you are in California at night, you, there's a potential that somebody's going to fucking stab you or shoot you or fucking mm-hmm. have a problem. Yeah. Nighttime... In, I'm sure in any fucking state is a time for people. You know, they always say nothing good happens after midnight. Like, yeah, it's a terrible time for anybody to be out because all the hooligans are awake now. Yeah, and all the guys are fucking on their fucking three day benders. You know, waking up and trying to yeah. trying to go score and rob and fucking. There's never anything good that happens after midnight. I tell you what. Mm-hmm. No. So so patrol though. What do you think about that? Is uh, it is it like fucking is it laid back? Man, are you bored? Well, it's very. Do you uh, get bored? No, maybe you can't say so, you get bored, no. but it's slower, right? It's a slower pace. So, so probably peaks and valleys. We're so I've I've been doing this for fifteen years, okay. and um, I just went back to patrol about a year ago. Okay. So patrol now is a lot different than when I started because there's so much more paperwork involved. Mm. Right? New procedures, new everything. New procedures, Fuck. they just keep piling on, right. piling on. Which makes you fucking be like, do I really want to take this fucking asshole in for this? There's a there's a there's a saying: three minutes of fun is going to cost you at least three hours of paperwork after. Yeah, which is fine. It is what it is, right? Um, It's it's what you make it, right? Um, You can just respond to the calls that come out, or you can go out there in between and see what you can look uh, for stuff. Look what you can find. You know, I think that's what makes you a, a good cop. Um, anybody can go out and investigate a crime after it's happened. Right. Yeah. Can you go out and fly, figure it out before it's happened? Yeah. Can you stop yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Can you see if you see something? You know, we say see something. We say something. Toting the line a little bit, like yeah. uh, you know, like you guys are just harassing these people. Oh, man, like on the other side of the stick, you don't understand how many times people are pulling guns off people every day. No, 100%. it's not even. hundred uh, percent. Closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just off pulling traffic on people. Traffic stops, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like dumb shit, it is minor insane, stuff. insane, dude. Pull, the amount of guns that you're getting off people. Really? Insane. Yeah. Well, Every day. Modern day now, like, there's not a big fear of consequence anymore. <laughs> no. And what's a bubble no. for you, too, hey. is your, your three hours of, or three minutes of fun, you arrest this person, you do your paperwork, and they're back on the street in yeah. six hours. They're, they're out before you're done with their paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. It's a revolving door. You know why? Because we don't have room for them. We're shutting all of our prisons down right now. Yeah. We don't have room for any of these assholes. 
about people. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing now that they're doing in county, which wasn't a thing when I was there, is people are doing like 10-year sentences there. At county? county? County prison, they call it. County prison time. What? Yeah. And so, and if you're an inmate, you want to do your time at the state. You want to go to state. Yeah, you yeah. Do not want to be in county. Yeah, you want to do state. You have or feds, a lot you want more to be, freedom. Yeah, yeah, you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. You, there's not all, so in the county county jails weren't meant to house people for that long. There's no. just not as many freedoms. Right. Yeah. So mm. the people that were there doing for like multiple years when I was there, they were fighting cases. Um, when I was there, if you were there for a year, it's because you got hit with a misdemeanor and you actually served a year, or you were there for a few years because you were fighting a big time case. You know, obviously, my brother was in uh, federal, and he said, "He said you hate county. You yeah. fucking, you pray for the, the time to pass, and yeah. you get the fuck back to where you are because you have, like you said, freedoms and and your routine, and like it's just everybody's there doing time. Yeah. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. It's not like fucking some drunk asshole came into the tank and threw up everywhere and fucked up your day, and you're doing ten years, and this guy's fucking being a mess yeah. in your house. You know? Well, hmm. I, I mean, I I don't know the ins and outs of state prison, but Working at uh, the county jail was a great opportunity just to talk to people. Really, I mean, there's a lot of just, just not everyone's every bad, day. right? Yeah. Like, it's circumstances. And even, if, and even if they were bad, you might you can still talk to people, right? If you're gonna be there for twelve hours, you gotta why get not? to know somebody. Here, yeah, why not? You know? Now, were you required to do that as part of your training? So, I had a couple of buddies that joined. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe a little more than that, and so they said either you go work in the jail. Or you have to go. They wanted to send them way out to some, yeah, some county pretty far away. So it kind of depends on um, the times. When I started, it was really slow, so everyone went to the jail. Mm. Now we need bodies. We're trying to fill fill vacancies on patrol, so you have the option of going to some like outlier stations if you want to okay. go straight out. I think it's good for the young single dudes that don't yes. have family and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you sometimes people forget like son you can't just go out there and say okay cool i want to come back right so yeah yeah, at least a two-year commitment usually yeah yeah well that's what my friends ended up doing both (laughs) of them were like well we'll, we'll, we want to go right to patrol so they became roommates and they went 80 90 miles away so my take on it is is your your career doesn't if you want to go out to patrol and you want to promote and you want to go to specialized division and stuff like that your career really doesn't start until you get out to patrol however there are still valuable things you can learn while you're working in the jail. Hmm. How to deal with people. How to talk yeah. to people. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like, you can be an asshole to everyone if you want. Yeah, you're it's just going to get negative feedback back, right? It's just going to make your life harder. There's, there's a, You don't have to go looking for a fight. It'll find you. Yeah, yeah, no. You don't have to be an asshole all the time, right? right? And learning how to talk to people, um, learning how to understand like what it is people are dealing with you can't fix their problems you can't fix the stupid mistakes that they made but just right. understanding right does help a lot right um certain people you're just not gonna be able to talk to you but certain people you can yeah. well you have a very like calm demeanor that's just how i've always been you're, dude. You're, <laughs> like my wife makes me she goes you're a three not that i'm ugly i'm just my personality i'm just like yeah. flat like yeah you just seem super mellow and i think with a high stress situation that's how you need to go into it so there's going to come a time sooner or later in your career where you need, you need a piece of information mm-hmm. to get your guy. <laughs> right? You need a piece of information, right? If you can't talk to people, you ain't going to get it. Yeah. You might get a, you might trip and fall and figure it out and get, get your little gift that way. But I mean, you need to learn how to talk to people 
and um, I'll tell you that goes a long way. That's why I tell all the younger guys like a lot of these new, a lot of these young guys that are coming out, man. They they have no social skills. No. They do not know how to talk to people. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is this is your the mouthpiece, man. That's the best tool you're ever gonna have. Yeah, oh. interpersonal communication is a lost <laughs> art. Nothing. I'm yeah. looking at these guys and I'm like, what? I can talk to him, dude. Like, dude Sit here and shut up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, oh. yeah, no, dude. Like, and and old school guys, right? Like, if you give them respect, you get respect. Yes. I, and I'm, I'm sure it's different with the kids nowadays because everything's changed. But, um, but like old time and like OGs and shit. Like, if you have a fucking problem, you could talk to them. Like, hey. This is this. You know why that is? They don't want you stepping in their Kool-Aid. Yeah, because they want you to fucking go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if there was ever any youngster acting like an idiot, I would totally bypass that guy. Yeah. And go to the go to the next guy. Hey, this guy's gonna get you all hemmed up. Yeah. Like you, you should deal with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You deal with it before. And then we it, it gets dealt with way faster than I would ever deal with it. Yeah. And it's not a problem anymore. And you don't have to do the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? Um, schoolyard. Uh, like when you figure out your own problems in house. You know, when you clean your own house up. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Uh, jailhouse politics. Yeah. 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 yeah like fucking. But even our friend. Our friend Jason, who's a correctional officer in a jail right now, he talks about that a lot. Yeah. And there's oh, like yeah. this. There are some guys. And they, he goes. They are very well put together. Mm-hmm. They're every always pressed and clean yeah. because they keep their just like you said. They they deal with things in house, and they would prefer that you go. Hey, yeah, they, they don't want you. They don't want you yeah. paying attention. They don't want yeah. you knowing who they no. are. And stuff yeah. like that. No, dude. They don't want you to to fucking spend any time looking into them, thinking about yeah. them. Yeah, out of but sight, out of mind. Are, but those yeah. guys are great tools if you're having oh, a bet. problem oh, with it with a, somebody who's loud, wreaking havoc, making making your day just miserable. Yeah. You're not going to say anything to them to get them to shut up. Right. It's usually yeah. somebody you can't go to. Yeah. Well, because these kids, they just don't care anymore. No, there's no, there's no consequence. <laughs> That's it. It's watching the stuff, watching the stuff on the news and the people that are walking out that are that are shoplifting and taking yeah. massive amounts of, oh, of merchandise yeah. and all this stuff. San Francisco, everything in San Francisco is fucking locked up now. Oh, yeah. I've never been there, so I couldn't. You don't want to go You're now. not missing anything. You don't want to go now. Ten years ago, it was kind of gross. And mm-hmm. now, like, you can't go into fucking Kmart. Everything's behind lock and key. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. get fucking toilet paper. Yeah, like, my cousin is a, is a cop as well, and um, he told me he would, um, like, him motherfuckers up, take him to jail, and then he'd see them out. Like, didn't I just fucking arrest you? They'd be like, yeah, man, I got a ticket. They let me out. I got a court date. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Why am I arresting you? That's, I mean, that's the the balance test we all struggle with. Right? Yeah. Like, you still have a job to do. No, a thousand percent. So the incentive that, and I think it's a great incentive that we have is, I mean, if you want to do anything with your career, you want to go places, you want to do different things, you need to show that you're proficient at this. Right. And so yeah, that's yeah. your incentive. Like, yeah. all right, man, I got to handle this. It doesn't matter. Once once I uh, put those handcuffs on you and drop you off at the jail, whatever happens to you after that is none of my concern. Is how I'm supposed to look at it because right. I'm supposed to do my job a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and that's sure. why that's All protocol. You hand this off, it's your job now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And people get so wrapped up in that. Really? I can't believe it. I'm like, dude, you you did what you did, man. It is what it is. Like, let it go. Yeah. It. it it's fine. Yeah. Right? Well, I always say, like, <laughs> if it's your job to be a piece of shit and his job to catch you, you can't yeah. be mad when he caught you. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's been, uh, probably I can count on one hand, 
in my whole career that I can remember me <laughs> righteously uh, getting a hold of somebody. Hey, man, you got me. Yeah? I fucked up. Like, you got me, dude. I got caught. Yeah. And you almost pause. You're like, is this some kind of game you're playing with? Yeah. Right yeah, you're <laughs> fucking right 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 a couple <laughs> times where I'm like, you know what? You're such a good dude. I just want to let you go, but I can't. But I can't. Because yeah. I wasn't expecting you to say yeah. that. Nobody ever says that. It's my fault. Yeah, you're the Or somebody fault. else's fault. Right. right? And I'm like, God, I feel like I feel like if you weren't in this predicament, you might be kind of a cool dude to hang yeah. out with. Dude. Yeah, dude. No, it's 100%. <laughs> like, I, I always say, like, like man, if, if you meet people under different circumstances, yeah. what are the chances you guys are friendly, you know? And then yeah. and then you have to wrestle later, like, dude, you're on my fucking barbecue. <laughs> like, fuck, man. The guys are also the guys that I have respect for. I don't want to say I respect them because they're into some shady stuff. But the guys that I have respect for are the guys that actually don't snitch. Really? That never happens. No, everybody's selling now. Never happens. No, no. Oh, yeah. Ever since, the guys, the ever guys since that'll take the, the ride, man. <laughs> the guys that'll take the ride, I'm like, nah. And you know that they know, and they know that, hey, I, I know what he, I have what he needs, and they take the ride, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so when they do, I'm like, hey, man, unfortunately, you're going to have to wear this. Yeah, 15 but, years hey, man, for you. Like, yeah, yeah. But most people, everyone snitches, so good for you, man. Well, then, I mean, it's just a fucking chain of people telling on each other, telling on each other. Yeah. To, I mean, you, you can climb so high, and then you get to the last guy, and it's like, who are you going to tell on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Columbia? Yeah, yeah, no, you're not telling on them. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a fuck about them. It's it's insane. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's, some people make you work for it a little bit. Yeah. Some people just. Okay, hold on, dude. I wasn't even ready for that. And in like, third grade, I stole a soccer. <laughs> I cheated on my man. Yeah. Uh, All right, give me your teacher's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call your teacher. I remember uh, it was this was a long time ago, um, back when having a, a needle on you was a crime, and but it still wasn't a it was a misdemeanor, right? A needle, like junkies having like needles. Heroin. Yeah, loaded with. Uh, it was. I don't even think this one was loaded, but it's still a, a technically it's a misdemeanor. point, right? It's a fucking. It's yeah. a problem for you. He he's a white dude, so he's a tweak, and you're like, you can see him from a while. You're like, oh, all right. Oh yeah. What's like, up, man? Like I, but yeah. you know, right? Like stereotypes yeah. are a real thing. Like let's yeah, fucking, every, let's be honest. Every every group of every people group has, has that, that person, yeah. right? Yeah. And so this dude was my little tweaker. You could tell that he was he was on a good one, and I think this is why the story went, goes this way. And um, so I'm like, "Hey, got his names on probation, so I I have uh, authority to search him without his consent." Yeah. He was, hey, you have anything on you? Yeah, I have a needle in my pocket. Cool. Thank you for telling me. Grab it out. What are we gonna do about this, bud? Holding this needle, and granted, it's a ticket. It's a misdemeanor. He's been arrested probably 50 times. It doesn't matter. For whatever reason, he's so high that day, he does not want to go to jail. Like, he is going to die if he goes to jail. Really? And I was like, I don't want to go. And I was like, <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's, uh, all right, let's figure this out. I'll tell you where I get all my stuff. And mind you, I didn't even ask. Because I'm like, this is a tweaker. <laughs> yeah. This is a tweaker. Yeah, what are you gonna he knows tell what me? he's going to yeah, tell yeah, me, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm not going on a wild goose chase at this We guy. have to ride the dragon. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you where I get them. I'm like, really? Okay, I've got 10 minutes. Let's play this game. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> put him in the back of the car he uh we go around the corner from this house and uh he's like i get it all from the garage and i look and i'm looking at the house and granted i'm in a a cop car so i can't really get that close <laughs> so I'm like, i think i know that house i was like that's a dope pad huh. and, um so i 
start running the people up that are in the that live in the house because I'm familiar with it. And the female that lives there is on probation. Easy probation. Come check. on in. Come probation on in. check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an so, open door. Come on. Uh, yeah. So we go. I go up in there and um, I get pills. I get cocaine. I get all kinds of stuff. Like mm. a good sales case. Yeah. All off this tweaker who had a needle on him that didn't want to go to jail for a few hours. For a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was just like, what? And then just they just gave it up without yeah anything. Yeah. Like those and then, people. Hey, you're not getting your needle back. And get yeah. the fuck out of my car. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's people will um, if they look like they're gonna give you a halfway uh, like cohesive answer like okay this guy I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. This guy was, probably didn't even know what day it was. So I was like, oh, this guy's not going to give me nothing. You got I'm not going to ask him, dude. He's yeah. sitting there picking it. Oh, He's got yeah. the, pick. the holes in his face. Yeah. And oh, he's yeah. just like, oh, I'll tell you where I get. I'm, what? Oh, hold on, man. Let me get on my pad and paper. I wasn't <laughs> yeah, ready for yeah, that, dude. Yeah. Like, Around the block yeah. to take a left, you said? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but stereotypes are 100%, right? So white yeah. boys are always tweakers. They're always yes. meth, meth labs. Yep. But they're always... With the fucking crazy shit, right? Yeah, so there's a lot of areas that we patrol that are predominantly white. I should say there's a ton of different areas and dynamics of uh, the area that I work. And some areas are just kind of like, you know, kind of like out in the desert and up in the mountains. It's predominantly white people. And um, it's straight hills have eyes people. Really? And I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you right now, those are some of these people that scare me the most. Really? Because oh, yeah. they're just not there. Just hill people. Just yeah. fucking, just no, people, no cares. Yeah. There's people that I deal with that don't like going to prison, but they don't mind. And yeah, then there's shower, these people that I deal with that are like, nah, I'm not going. Really? I'm not going to happen. I'd rather die. And those people, you like, sometimes you just get the heebie-jeebies going out to some of those spots. Yeah, it's wild. They're just people, just <laughs> freaking white tweakers. Huh. You were telling us, too, some of, they like C4? A lot of the, all the white dudes always have some sort of homemade explosives. Fucking <laughs> yeah. pipe bombs hitting up their ass yeah. or what, dude? There was one guy who was a, a rattlesnake charmer, and um, he had uh, rattlesnakes uh, in like holes that uh, they couldn't get out of, like stashed around his property. No way! Like if yeah. you come in there, you're getting fucking bit. If you fall in the hole, there's snakes in there. No like a booby way. trap. Yeah. Man. He booby trapped her with rattlesnakes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Never mind. We don't want yeah. any. Yeah. yeah, crystal meth is a hell of a drug. Oh, that's I mean, the, that's the places it takes yeah. you. Some you stay these, up for these days and days and days, dude. Some of these people are so talented. Which is crazy. It's nuts. You yeah. can see, like, the things that they do with their time. That, but granted, it's always... A tweaker pad always looks the same. Okay. Electronics. <laughs> Just taking apart Engines. Car parts everywhere mm -hmm. it's it's all gold right well, yeah yeah and it's just everywhere and it always looks exactly the same mm. and it, it, <laughs> trying to search out a tweaker car is just like, you don't even know where to start no. like if they do have anything in here i'm not gonna find it yeah but they know exactly where it's at 100%. and there's 15 hard drives in here that are all taken apart what they're building, my guy. <laughs> they watched uh, what's that called? National Treasure, whatever. Nicholas yeah. Cage. They're going to go steal the <laughs> treasure map. Got a goddamn treasure map. Yeah, and they know where every little needle nose plier is that they have in there and all that stuff. Can they the find house... my? Can they find my ten millimeter socket? Yeah. <laughs> and then the houses crazy. are even worse, man. It's really? Just crazy. Oof. I, I walked in some houses that I wouldn't even let my dog inside. No way. Yeah, it's gnarly. Huh? Gnarly. It's always all. And they live the... like this. Yes. 
Yes. That's uh, like that's so. If I was, I, well, I guess I don't know because I'm not on that side. But if I was living in squalor, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, bud, guess what? You're gonna go to jail and get three hots and a cot and a shower and fucking. If I was a bum, if I was homeless, I'd be like, what do I have to do to get real time? Yeah. No, not these guys. They yeah. love the they love the life. It's freedom, man. Telling them what to do. Get to live off the land. <laughs> do what they get, want. Get to steal fucking computers yeah. and fuck. If they run out of money that the government gives them, they'll just go steal something from somebody and pawn it. Oh, and all these guys are on government assistance, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I never had any idea how much money these people were getting every month. Yeah. Really? Until I started like having to deal with it, and I'm yeah. like, wait, wait a minute, what? What? See, you're getting like 800 bucks a month. Just here you go. Just fucking. Here you go. Here. And I'm like, what? Government, I uh, I need help. <laughs> I need assistance. <laughs> yeah, Take 800 bucks a month, you these, motherfuckers. <laughs> these are our taxpayer dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's why taxes keep going up. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts, man. I did not know that. All of them. They're all on. So, like, so like criminals are the smartest people on the planet when it comes to dodging responsibilities yes. and getting around the system. Yeah. Like they study, how can I not work today yes. and get paid? Yeah. I got to go stand in line for three hours? It's cool. I'm going to be high as fuck. So some of them, like there's, there's, <laughs> there's, um, there's totally different ends of the spectrum on that when it comes to criminals. Some of them are criminals because they just make tons of money. But it's right. not long money, it's short money. Right. right. Some of them would rather just live like crap. Hmm. Because they just because it's easy because you don't have to do anything. Yes. yes. <sighs> you know, and, and when you're tweaking and stand up for days and days and days, you don't eat, so you don't need that money to buy food. Dude, I don't know, man. Huh? <laughs> That's fucking wild. People are crazy. This world we live in, absolute shit show. This is a joke, and it's obviously not a hundred percent true, but it's true <laughs> enough. It's true <laughs> enough to enough, where yeah. it was. It's a it's a thing that we say. It's, we go on these uh, looking for our fugitives, and the joke was, you know where you're not going to find your guy? Where you should be? At work. <laughs> At work. <laughs> Dude, <yeah. laughs> but sometimes you would. Sometimes, every once in a while, you get a guy that has a job. But uh, for the most part, no. Yeah? We're drinking Elijah Craig today, by the way. We forgot to fucking shout that out. Oh, yeah, it's good. Thanks, Elijah. You don't sponsor us, but you're delicious. We will take a sponsorship yeah, from you. Yeah, a thousand percent. You're throwing one out there, FYI. Yeah, you know, and, and if, uh, you know, Joe Rogan wants to listen to our podcast. So I listen to some of our episodes, and we always shout out Joe Rogan. So, <laughs> yeah, so hey, Joe, um, we're still waiting on the call, brother. <laughs> Again, I saw my buddy on uh, Saturday, and he's like, you just got to go on Joe Rogan. Yeah, you just got to go. I'm like, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll just Yeah. I'll DM him real quick, slide into his DMs, let me let me get an Instagram yeah. and then get to follow him and then I'll slide into yeah, his and DMs. Like, and, yeah, because he we're, checks we're his Instagram. Of course, why wouldn't he? For some rando. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Jerry and Jack, they sound like good dudes. Yeah. yeah. Two J's? Fuck it. Yeah. Let's roll the I mean, dice. J and J. Yeah, fucking A. So how about this, man? Uh so I know most places have standard guns right glock 19s things like that what do you ever have like staccatos you ever like fucking cool guns when you were working on the teams yeah well so we had different guns yeah yeah cool guns to me to me that's (laughs) you didn't have the john wicks but you didn't have the fucking sand vipers (laughs) it's a it's a ford chevy yeah so that's what guns are to me um so i started out with my uh my uh, pistol was a kimber Mm-hmm. Uh, 1911, 1911? Yeah. shooting 45. Oh, really? So, um, 
we transitioned to the staccato P, four and a half inch barrel with a nine mil. So tell me, are staccatos worth it, the bunny? <laughs> yeah. They're dude. every penny. It's a space gun. Yeah? <laughs> it's a fucking ray gun from zombies or what? So, well, let me back up, right? So there's dudes on our team that would just shoot the lights out. And you could give them anything. Yeah, And yeah. they're going to be great. Right. But they're shooting thousands of rounds every month. Right. Um, for the maybe the average guy like me, I noticed a big difference going to that staccato. Really? Yes. And I was able to hold 20 rounds in a mag. Which is... Jesus. Which yeah. is on the other side, because, you know, when you conceal carry, you know, you want this compact thing and all this yeah. shit, and it holds seven rounds, and you're like, yeah. if I get into a fucking problem, yeah. I better hope he runs out of bullets first. Well, in a standard, <laughs> a standard response to a shooting usually isn't one round. But, dude, putting... Putting five, six rounds center mass with that staccato was, it was way easier. Just an extension of you, just fucking. Yeah. Really? Yep. Side acquisition, everything's fucking. So that one was my first uh, intro to the dot. Yeah. So I was watching something and it said like, why would you run iron sights instead of a red dot? It's like, um, it's like doing trigonometry without a, a calculator. You know, it's just like why, why you have the technology run it. Yeah, so the people there were, and there were some guys on the team that were apprehensive at first, but they were just so um, ingrained into what they knew. Right. Yeah. So old school mentality. It was hard, but and even those guys were like, at first, they're like, "Man, this sucks. Mm. This sucks." You know, a month later, they're like, "All right, I'm pretty cool." Because yeah. our targets always look pretty good on the line, but they're. I mean, we're making it super clean. Right. Super clean with that dot, just honing it in. Um, situ- so, and what a lot of people don't realize too. Uh, when you get in an actual shooting, you're not lining up your irons with your eyes. No. You're not. You're pointing and shooting. You're pointing and shooting. Yeah. So um, having that dot there makes life a lot easier. I'm sure a lot of our, the, a lot of the guys who listen to our shit, they they shoot and they understand. But the dot, you put the dot on a motherfucker, you're hitting that motherfucker. Unless you're doing something really yeah, weird yeah, with yeah. the trigger, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're jerking and pulling yeah. and, and fucking. But but I feel like iron sights, man. Like you have to be perfect. In iron sights to hit exactly where you're aiming. I know you guys train and you do all that, but yeah. but your your normal person who if they find themselves in in that situation, yeah, your everyday person who carries and doesn't shoot all day, red dot 100. percent Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't own an AR. I got to shoot an AR with a red dot. I couldn't miss. No, I couldn't miss. And I'm walking through, I'm walking and shooting, ting, 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 and I put that gun down, and I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. I should not be this good. This quickly. This yeah. is this is day <laughs> this one. Is, this is plug and play, bro. This is. I don't play video games. I hunt. I shouldn't be able to pick yeah. this thing up and just smoke motherfuckers. Yeah. The rifle. Um. I started with. It was all M4s across the board. Yeah, because you guys don't shoot big caliber because big caliber goes through everything. And we have big calibers, but they're specialty okay. rifles, and I'll I'll break all that down for you. But um, we just shoot a. I had a. We just shoot your normal. Um, two two threes, and that's kind of five five six. Kind of your standard. Yeah, we have. We were doing soft tip for a little, or soft point for a little bit. We ended up just going back to full metal jacket. Really? Um, we do have green tips. Green tips, yeah. We're yeah. messing with somebody that has body armor or something like that. But um, I started out with a, a Colt M4, pretty durable, but they had a ton of rounds through them. We sh- we shoot all. Um, so and they're not cycling your shit out. Like as soon as somebody quits the team, somebody joins the teams, you just get. Yeah. their shit right like yeah. it's not like they're like oh here here's a budget go buy some new shit and we're all pretty meticulous about keeping our stuff clean because okay. of the volume that we're putting through our uh, our weapon systems we've had a a couple guys malfunction during actual shootouts yeah and so it's, it's just a pretty 
good reminder. Like, yeah. Ooh, okay. Is it easy to strip them down? Um, well, it depends on what. So <laughs> there's a field strip. There's 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 all kinds of different strips where you can go f even further and further and further instead of stripping them down. But for me to strip it down to where I'm just going to do a regular operational cleaning, I could do it on the bed of uh, my my tailgate. Okay. Because I just pin pin fucking break. Yeah, I'm going to take the upper away from the lower. I'm going to take the um, buffer spring out. I'm going to take the bolt out. Um, so ARs, I am familiar yeah. with ARs. That whole platform is pretty plug and play. I mean, it's yeah. pretty fucking. This goes here. You know that it goes here. It fits this way. I mean, like, yeah. it's really hard to fuck those up. Believe it or not, not all people know the difference between an M4 and an AR. Really? Do you know? Uh, yeah, they're called different things. <laughs> <laughs> same platform, same upper, so, same lower. So our ARs uh, multi. You can shoot five, five, six, two, two, three. Uh, the M4 is full auto. That's the only difference. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. See, I before I went to the division, I didn't know. I was like, "Yeah, M4, yeah, cool, man." So how do you how do you uh, how get a hold of that <laughs> motherfucker? How does, how does one not in your capacity get yeah. this? And you know what? You get a hold of it for the first time, and you're looking around, and you're like, oh, "I'm gonna give this thing a rip." Yeah, like thirty rounds, man. Got and you're not even on the paper the back half of your <laughs> fucking just, everywhere it just goes walking on you dude. yeah you, see, you zip the ceiling yeah. up yeah <laughs> so you have the selector switch goes semi-full yeah yeah safe uh semi-full and full isn't a three-round burst it is until it you is full run dry or take your finger so you're your yeah you're, you, you could yeah. you could burst it but you have to fucking yeah. you gotta be trying would you ever use that in a situation it has a purpose Okay. There's it has a purpose, but that's not usually the type of engagements we were getting into as a division. Um, and when I'm speaking, like I'm not talking like I was getting in gunfights every day, but our division was getting in a lot of gunfights. Right. Okay. Um, and so the types of situations that where the normal gunfight was up close and personal, and either in a house or in a public area where you're not wanting to go full auto. Yeah. But there is times where it's necessary. And having that capability on your rifle, you still have to train it. You have to qualify in that aspect of it. Like, well, so I had um, an AR-10 that was assigned to me that I was shooting really? 308 through, yeah. and that was a full fucking AR-10. Oh shit! And since it had the capability, <laughs> I had, weighs 30 pounds, bro. This thing, I had to almost get strapped to it. Yeah. I'm putting all my weight on my front foot. Yeah. And I'm almost getting ready to fall over to yeah, let, no, it's walking, so just yeah. just to throw uh, oh, yeah. good good rounds on target yeah. full auto. But since we had that capability, and there could potentially be a time where we were going to need it, and it's mainly for an open air situation if you need to reach right. out. So we'd have to um, train it. Now we didn't do a lot of training with it because putting th that that rifle is made for a seven six two, but we're putting three oh eight through it, and you just keep you'll blow that barrel out. Oh right? yeah, you yeah, the, the heat, the heat like going through it. Yeah. But an AR shoots expensive. a an AR shoots a like a fifty five grain bullet. Yeah. And a three oh eight, you're shooting one hundred and twenty. At auto, a light three oh eight, you're shooting yeah. one twenty. Yeah, yeah, you guys are probably shooting heavy. <laughs> yeah, you got some yeah. ass behind. You're probably shooting one hundred fifty grain. Yeah, so that was another rifle that we had, but. With the M4s, when we transitioned over to the Geisleys, those were prime time. So I used yeah. to have an AR-10. I used to have a lot of guns. I uh, I don't have any of them anymore. I lost them on the boating accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I uh, my 308 was like nine pounds. Like it's fucking heavy. Yeah. And our and our AR-10s had a pretty decent size optic on it. Because yeah. It's to reach out. And touch well, then you had so thirty round heavy. mags. I have tens. And those are heavy bullets. Oh, with those, mm -hmm. we would go with the 20s just because it was really, like, 
in the way. We had yeah. the, the bipods on the front and all that stuff. And no, like fucking loaded day. You gotta have the sling, yeah. fucking. Oh, yeah. dude. It's like carrying a saw. I mean, like fucking. And uh, we have a couple 338 Lapuas. No, oh, for real? Yeah. Your snipers, you guys, like, that's what your snipers shoot? When mm-hmm. you're shooting fucking elephants, that's a cannon, dude. Dude, yeah. Those are nice, nice rifles. And then we have a couple, oh, yeah. we have two Barretts. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And that's straight en- for engine blocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, hey, you're going to run uh, about three more feet, bud. Don't worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jared, Jared and I each have 300s. He's got a 300 Winchester mag, yeah. and I've got a 300 Weatherby mag, mm-hmm. and he's got a. Very nice Christensen. Yeah, mine's recoil. like shooting a two-two-three. Yeah, I've yeah. got a. Mine has zero recoil. Yeah, I've got an old school three hundred Weatherby mag. Mm-hmm. And I shot twenty-five rounds through it one day, it hurts. and I it hurts, man. The last five, I was like, mm, if you mm-hmm. don't have a good buttstock on pad oh, yeah. on that thing, <laughs> dude. I had a shot because I got a plate on my fucking collarbone. I'm wearing a shooting pad, yeah, and I've got the recoil pad on it. It's still, I, I was fucking sore. My buddies were yeah. laughing at me. I can't imagine going out there and qualifying with a three thirty-eight no. Lapua. No, the yeah, so the, the, they're um. They probably got gas recoil or They're something. They're really good guns, and um, I'm not at all saying that you don't know how to hold a gun. I'm not saying that at all, but there's little tricks to the trade to kind of mitigate some of that stuff. Um, well, fucking teach me. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, now, now that you're not fucking jumping out of helicopters and shit, maybe you can come shooting with us. I know. Yeah. Jer- hey, Jarrett's dad fucking took me out and tuned me up because Jarrett's dad was a, when I was a sniper. Marine Corps sniper, yeah. and he, he watched me shoot three times. He goes, okay. Yeah. You have some good habits and you got some bad habits. Yeah. Let's work on the bad ones. The bad habits are people just they lose their platform after every shot they take. That's what he did. He you, goes, he goes, you keep starting over. Yeah, he yeah. goes, he yeah. goes, you you make these little subtle. Yeah. He goes, just fucking stop it. Yeah, just stand right no, here. It's a common problem. Plant your feet. Do this and do this. And yeah, yeah. It's all about how you hold it. How you fuck. I mean everything. But I can't do the handguns for me. I just I'm terrible with a handgun. You know what? It's just a but rifle is a precision weapon. That's why we clear like we were we were heavy in CQB, um, and we would always clear our house, uh, every house with our rifles. It's it's a precision weapon. They are a lot easier to shoot than handguns. So when you roll into houses, are you on semi-auto? You, you like you're I'm on going safe. To... Okay. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't your safety. <laughs> no. no. And it's something that I train. It's something that we would all. But train. you like that's how you train. So that's when you're in it. You're so flipping I'm, it when you need to. I'm so making thumb. these. I'm making these hand movements like, no, but nobody can see me. So I'm at low ready. Okay. So we'll but let's talk them through yeah. low ready, right? Yeah, so, so low ready is I have my hand on uh, on my pistol grip. I have a decent. I like to go really far on my fore, uh, the forehand of the rifle. Okay. I like so to be extended with my offhand. Okay. And I'm on I'm on safe, and so I have an am, I'm left-handed. I have okay. an ambi selector switch. Of course you do. Okay. Oh, you're a mutant. Yeah, I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I cannot do I cannot do speed reloads anywhere as close to fast as my counterparts are right-handed yeah. because yeah. they're able to drop the mag while they're gra- grabbing a new one. Yeah. And I there's there is no ambi uh, mag release. No mag release. No no. And I wasn't gonna do the um what do they call it the I forget the there's a little lever that the. I don't know if it's a dead lever, but there's a lever that you can put in your trigger guard. And pop it. I don't like doing that because my dumbass, I would be dropping yeah, mags. Yeah, drop the mag in the middle of the time shoot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, the bad lever, that's what it's called. So, um, low ready. My gun is pointed at the ground, but I'm in a, I'm in a, um, a position where I could snap. Okay. I could snap it, right? Snap meaning I'm snapping that buttstock into its spot on my shoulder. Okay. 
and I'm coming up on target and ideally I'm going to bring the optic up to my eye. I'm not going to go dipping down for it. Sure. Yeah, you're going to bring it up. You don't you. go yeah. to the rifle. The rifle comes to you. Ideally. Okay. And so part of that is as I'm coming up, I'm hitting the selector switch. And that is something okay. that you will not feel comfortable with doing unless you do it time Every and time, time and yeah. time and right. time again. I would imagine you would have to yeah. practice that thumb down, then finger in the trigger guard. Thumb down, then finger in the yeah. trigger guard. Yeah, so my thumb is on the total other side of the weapon um, to where my, my trigger finger and my thumb, they're not, um, they're moving at the same time, but they're doing two different things. Sure. My thumb isn't really doing anything with my grip or anything like that on the pistol grip. That was always yeah, a thumb's just kind of hanging out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. same, like similar with like a handgun. Your thumb is way more important in a handgun than it is in yeah. a rifle. So your yeah. your your grip is on the foregrip controlling the weapon. So it yeah, doesn't matter what your thumb does. So yeah. You just here. need a finger in there to actually pull the trigger because mm -hmm. you're controlling the That's weapon. So um that is different people again have different uh, views on that. Right. And there was always a uh, that was always a topic of discussion and how we decided as a division that's how we were going to operate okay and to break people of that habit you would get punished on the line if we were going through a course of fire and if you didn't if you weren't on safe until you got your command and then you hit your selector as you were firing there was a punishment and that really kept us honest that's good uh, though. yeah because you know we no we we dude we'd get smoked oh yeah smoked but you said the like muscle memory, yeah. and then it, it has to be universal. Yeah. Everyone has the same right. muscle memory. Well, and in that case, it's your fucking life. Yeah, like muscle you... memory doesn't kick in until you're doing it while you're dead tired. Really? Yeah, that's when it really those that's those, those fucking... reps are the most important because that's when it's really driving the driving it home. Mm -hmm. If you're able to actually think about what you're doing, all that stuff, walking yourself through it, that's one thing. It's good. Right. But if um, we would do a lot of stress inoculation, okay, and that's where you really got built into the fighting machine that they made you. Is a joke that they said, but huh. that's where the important reps are. Yeah, in my opinion, you sense. can barely freaking stand. Do it again. Really? Do it again. Just all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, day. Just, yeah. If you're not in the field, you're training. Yeah. I mean, like all the. That's why you never want to go shooting with us. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, in the elements, man, in the wintertime, it's freaking cold. Yeah. In the summertime, it's hot, and you're shooting regardless. Yeah, all and day. You get me, I feel like you get maybe three months out of the year where it's, like, nice. Really? Like, oh, man, I could sit out here and shoot all day. Yeah. And on top of it, like, we have very high standards. If you didn't meet those standards, you got smoked. So there was a lot of punishment involved with uh, not performing. Well, I bet. well when you're, especially when you're top tier. Well, good. Yeah. So we do a lot of hostage rescue, uh, CQB style stuff, and so we have hostage targets in our shoot house. And, do you uh, guys ever? Um, are you always guns hot when you go? Or are you shooting motherfuckers with beanbags and plastic rounds and just fucking? Depends on the scenario. Okay. Um, if we have time, and it's a standstill, we'll have our uh, we call them the forty mic mic. 40 oh. millimeter aren't ready. Yeah. To oh, say yeah. that, hey, we might have this option to de-escalate this. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> it's like it shot with a full beer. Yeah. yeah dude, dude I've, I've hit a couple people with those, and it's one extreme or the other. It drops them, or they don't feel a thing. Dude, I have a Coors Light right. can right here. That's about... That's a 40 mic that's mic. That's about a 40 <laughs> mic mic. Uh, uh, and the thought of you shooting me with that, no matter even if it's a beanbag, that's, oh. I've seen people get hit with a beanbag, and they just crumple. 
Yeah. You know why? Because it hurts. Yeah, it's fucking blood force <laughs> hey, trauma is a you know terrible Shoot thing. Shoot me instead. Just, <laughs> fucking, yeah. just hit me with a lightning. Well, it either works or it doesn't. But Dude. it's not about that. It's about saying, did you do everything you could have mm. to avoid to avoid the, the deadly somebody. outcome? Right. So some some situations, if it's a standoff, yes, hmm. somebody will have it. A, a less lethal option of some sort. Okay. But if you're going into a house and there's an armed gunman inside, yeah, there's no way. No. No. You're not no, no you're playing for keeps. Either. You're not giving somebody yeah, an option. No, hundred percent. So, no, nah, yeah. thanks again. It was a good time. Appreciate yeah. it, dude. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. So, so I've been Jarrett. I've been Jack. I've been Josh. And this is fucking Chatter Wizard, man. Thanks for coming by and hanging out with us. We will catch you guys uh, next week. Yeah.